uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. Earlier this week I discussed customer service and CX with Ross Daniels from Calabrio and I continue the theme today in this episode where I speak to Rob Malcolm. Rob is VP at CLX Communications and has decades of industry experience. I wanted to speak to Rob about the current state of customer service and CX and whether businesses are doing enough to make sure CX is as good as it can be. We look at the possible technology platforms that might be able to improve customer service and and CX provision. I started by asking Rob if we're only just realising how important the customer experience is within business. Well, I think we we have reached a tipping point to some degree um, over the last couple of years, Um, um, you know, particularly because... Uh, not only has technology, you know, come on uh, in, in such an amazing way, we've also had some serious disruption in traditional businesses. Um, you know, the Uber example is used a lot, you know, where it disrupted, you know, a trillion plus dollar industry um, by just creating an app and making it easy to, 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 to hail a taxi. Um, there's, you know, multitudes of other um, examples, particularly in utilities, energy, telecoms, banking, where these challenger brands are, uh, are managing to, to win a significant market share and create a huge amount of churn for these traditional companies by just creating a very simple and, and very effective customer service and customer experience. And so I, I think that, I don't think it's paying lip service to it. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, the penny has dropped for a lot of traditional organizations uh, that uh, that customer experience is now something that people are taking very seriously. Uh, there was a recent uh, survey by Accenture where uh, where they discovered 52% of consumers have switched providers due to poor customer service. And what's even scarier is that 65% once they leave, they never come back. So, you know, this is this is I think a, a serious revolution, uh, and it's about time too. Uh, uh, absolutely. And does that reflect badly? On and you use the example of Uber, which is, which is probably you know the most prevalent example you know of a, of a massively disruptive company you know using an emerging technology to disrupt an industry. Does, does it reflect badly on the existing players within a particular market when they've almost sat back on their laurels for a while, not necessarily thought about how the customer experience you know could be benefited or or improved? And suddenly, that we're only called into action. And you said the penny only drops when people realise actually we could completely fall off the you know the face of this market if we do, if we don't improve our service. Yeah, it's it's a difficult one because I think to you and I, um, it seems almost intuitive that the better customer experience you create, the more successful you're going to be as a company. Um, I, I think that. Um, you know, there's a, a, com- a c- couple of things that are at play here when it comes to larger organizations. I think, firstly, there's a lot of legacy technology in, in large, you know, uh, corporate, you know, companies. You know, think about a utility. Um, they may have IT systems that are decades old. Um, and making simple changes to the customer experience is not trivial. So there's, there's certainly that aspect of having to deal with legacy, which makes challenger brands... Um, uh, you know, much more effective at, at getting and, em- and embracing newer technologies. Um, but I also think that there is a little bit of, um, you know, sitting on their laurels and um, thinking that everything's going to be fine. 
um, you know, that the customer's experience isn't amazing, but it's not terrible. And, you know, we'd rather maximize profits today than, than necessarily invest in the future. And one of the things that also, you know, I know we've, we've mentioned in the, in the potential topics is, and that you've touched on there is, is a reason, you know, it's not easy, as you said, for a, for a say, as you use the example of a large utility company, you might have, you know, leveraged millions of pounds in investments over the, over the past decades on systems, which now in the modern age are, are slightly out of date. And, and those systems aren't meeting the, the demands of, the, the new technology consumer are they in terms of what what we expect in terms of level of levels of customer services agreed and um, I think we you know we must uh, remind listeners that um, technology is not you know the uh, is not the, the the golden or the silver bullet so to speak um, there are many companies out there um, an airline recently that uh, that I um, had probably one of the worst customer experience of my life, you know, had adopted all of these technologies, had an app, had the ability to communicate to them via SMS and WhatsApp, had the ability to, you know, um, communicate to them via Facebook Messenger, for example. Um, but when it came down to it, the processes and the people behind those technologies uh, to me, felt like they were still, you know, operating a, a very traditional type of business, um, and that these uh, these technologies were just a veneer over, you know, a, a kind of a an older customer experience culture, if that makes sense. And so, for me, that this is a combination of uh, changing out technologies, but more importantly, changing out, you know, attitudes inside of companies and building processes. And customers, customer first um, uh, policies uh, that ultimately needs to be done too in order to make a difference. No, you're absolutely right. It's 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 more of a holistic approach that's required, isn't it? And I think the the the, the silver bullet phrase is perfect. You know, you can have all of the you know fantastic technology in place, but if if the first of all the the people you know who are serving customers aren't adopting it, you know you know it's not good. And then if the if the philosophy that they're using to adopt that isn't isn't correct as well. So how does how do companies adjust this in terms of improving improving their service? And I know one thing that we're, we're going to come on to is communication platforms as a service, CPaaS, and and how they can use these new platforms as well as you were saying before a potential shift in ideology to to improve that service and try and grab as much of the modern technology consumer market as possible yeah so um i would say that um this needs to be a program of of digitization if you will um customer service um needs to be the focus but, um, you know, I see customer services touching every single aspect of an organization from IT to finance to billing, um, you know, and to, to customer support. So there needs to be in an organization who's trying to improve customer experience. I think there needs to be a, an organization wide program of improvement uh, that um, that deals with the different swim lanes, if you will, of, 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 of trying to improve a customer experience. I think in addition to the challenges we already spoke about with regards to technology, I think another challenge that shouldn't be underestimated is that we we live in a global economy. Most companies, um, you know, historically have not had to deal with 
um, vast, fragmented geographic, you know, differences, you know, when it comes to regulation or, um, you know, the legal system. Um, but these days, more and more companies, in my view, are almost multinational from day one. Um, and that's just because we live in a global economy. And so um, I think another challenge that, that many companies have is, is to say, okay, well, how do we create this this unified customer experience across the entire globe in multiple languages? You know, that, that again, is, is, is another challenge um, that, that I think people um, struggle to, to deal with. Yeah, and, and those communication channels that, enterprises and and any organization really uses to communicate with their customers people talk about omnichannel and the fact that as you said it didn't help you in your experience with the airline that you had you know various channels that you could communicate with them through people talk about omnichannel but but that's absolutely expected now isn't it from the modern consumer that you should be able to communicate across a variety of channels and potentially i've found that people look to escalate the communication level depending on what the issue is. If I tend to have a really bad issue, I want to ring in, I want to speak to someone. At an initial stage or an inquiry stage, I might be happy with a, you know, an online chat or, or, or a messaging back and forth. But you, know, you tend to escalate it at, as the severity almost increases. Absolutely. I, I don't think we should underestimate the, the need uh, to still provide you know, human-to-human contact in the, in the customer experience um, uh, you know, mix, if you will. Uh, that same uh, survey that I mentioned earlier uh, suggested that 71% of consumers still prefer, uh, you know, uh, to deal with a human being when things, you know, really go wrong. Um, I think the key um, for, for for companies to try and provide the most cost-effective and at the same time, you know, leading and differentiating customer experience is to understand psychologically when that tipping point happens. Uh, when somebody goes from being, you know, completely uh, happy with uh, having a two-way dialogue on SMS or on on Facebook Messenger to wanting to speak to somebody immediately, um, and I don't think that that psychology today is very well understood um, inside of companies. The traditional communications platforms that that enterprises and organisations have used, as as we said, haven't really contributed massively towards a positive customer service experience. So how can, can CPAS ch- change that going forward? How, how can enterprises u- utilise the, the platforms within CPAS to, to improve that CX experience? So I think, um, firstly, uh, CPAS uh, is, is something that significantly um, uh, has changed just how easy it is for any size company, big and small, to communicate with their customers on a global scale. Uh, if you think even 10, 20 years ago, uh, in order for a, a multinational company to be able to send um, a text message uh, or to make a voice call to anybody in the world, uh, you know, within a couple of seconds, uh, was a, was quite a difficult problem to solve. Um, uh, it would require telecom knowledge. It would require sourcing those types of solutions from multiple service providers. Uh, it would, would require quite a large amount of heavy lifting from an engineering and development standpoint and, um, and would probably have to be tweaked and, and massaged every day, um, you know, combined with having your own infrastructure, your own hardware and your own dedicated capacity uh, in order to do that. So CPaaS changes the game by effectively removing all of that complexity, um, allowing 
uh, an enterprise to literally communicate with any one of five billion people in the world through a simple API call. Um, and I think that what, what that does is, is it fuels many of the challenger brands um, who, uh, you know, many of them are small, many of them are, you know, have limited amounts of, of capex to spend on, on equipment. Uh, they can literally launch an app, become an energy company, for example, or a taxi company, um, you know, very quickly, very cost efficiently, and be able to communicate with their customers on a global scale on a pay-as-you-go basis. So, so to me, SeatPass is, is just extending that, um, that the ease at which the technology um, of, of communications, which to some degree is the heart of customer experience, um, can be done by any size company. No, and that's a fascinating point, isn't it? You know, the the emerging or the, the challenger brands have, have utilised platforms like CPaaS to 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 disrupt markets. But now we're effectively saying the enterprise and the existing legacy organisations, if they properly utilise tools like that, they can use this to provide equally good services and and try and maintain, if not grow, their market share. Exactly right. Um... And, and again, as we said, uh, the likelihood here is is that the challenger brands are just going to raise the bar for everyone. Um, and so, from from CLX's standpoint, you know, we're expecting more and more enterprises to essentially let, replicate what challenger brands are doing on the communications front and adopt CPaaS, just because it's it's easy to do. Time to market is very quick. Um, and uh, the pay-as-you-go model is perfect for starting small and, and, and scaling over time. No, and, and they do talk, and I've heard this from, a, from various um, customer service providing organisations, that they are utilising some of the emerging technologies in terms of uh, AI and, and machine learning, in, ter- in terms of recognising patterns within either, either text speech or voice analytics or, e- or even facial recognition to, to try and registered those pain points i i have to say i'm slightly concerned with that you know if, if we're not getting it right at the moment you know directly face to face as people are we really going to be able to program machines to do it in in a better way i think you've hit the nail on the head and i think it goes back to our earlier point and that is is that um solving customer experience is not a technology problem uh, it's a, a you know an organizational wide cultural uh, problem and um, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with you. Um, ha- having a chatbot that's, you know, got some kind of artificial intelligence, uh, you know, algorithm, um, which, you know, technically speaking, it wouldn't be an algorithm, but having some kind of artificial intelligence thing uh, determining, you know, whether it can help you or whether you need to speak to a human, in my view, doesn't solve the fundamental issue. And that is, is that, um, you know, when are you going to speak to the human? And when you speak to a human, is it going to be helpful? Is it going to be, you know, expedient? Um, and, 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 and is your experience up until that point going to be satisfactory? Um, so I'm not convinced either at this point. No, absolutely. Me neither. However, as I said, so I did attend Enterprise Connect and I did notice that there was... Um, I just like to show off about that all the time because it's in Florida and I'm based in very rainy England. So any any excuse to say that I've been on holiday. But there, there was one of the absolute buzz words or phrases was CX and customer experience. And, and I'm encouraged by you know your opinion as well that 
maybe we have reached a tipping point and, and enterprises and, and companies in general have realized that we we can't rest on our laurels. We, ca- we can't be complacent about this. We genuinely have to go through the business. And as, as you said, it's not just a case of implementing new technologies. We have to go through the business and revolutionize, you know, our philosophy and attitude towards customer service. Are you positive that that those uh, Uber or the, the disruptive players will have a, a positive effect on the existing market in terms of shifting the customer service provision? Absolutely. Um, I mean, if we just think about Uber for uh, for a moment, um, you know, for all of the, the negative criticism that they get, uh, the one thing that, that I personally have experienced is that um, you know, getting a black cab in London is already better than it ever was. Um, and so this is what, what disruption, in my view, does, is it, is it moves the status quo. It, it, um, it wakes up the, the traditional players uh, to, you know, to, to really driving uh, you know, improvement in, in, in how they do, do business. And so uh, for me, also, the technology in, in, in this instance, um, you know, be it CPaaS, or you know other you know software platforms that allow for better uh, multi-channel communication and customer interaction. I would say that technology is is actually um, quite advanced compared to culturally where some organisations are. So this is an this is the opportunity in my view to close that gap to leverage the technology that is available now on a global scale um, and to improve customer experience. Um, uh, if it was the other way around, for example, if technology was lagging, then I think it would be um, less likely that, that, that things would happen as quickly as um, they probably would uh, now. That, that, that's a really interesting point. And I suppose that is, a, that is a massive positive that companies have the capability, if they can make that change internally, that the technology has the capability to enable them to do that. As you said, it's not the technology that's holding them back. It's potentially the legacy attitudes and opinions with, within businesses that are causing that customer service not to be at the, the level that people expect. Exactly. And, um, and, and, and do you think, I, I just, um, I, I'm interested, you know, coming towards the end of this, that people, people's attitude towards customer service in terms of expecting that omni-channel, expecting that better customer service, do you think that's grown out of certain consumer and, and I, I think of social media platforms that tend to provide a very simple, you know, user interface for people to use. And that, you know, encourages higher standards from a consumer point of view. And then they expect that with, within their enterprise interactions as well. Absolutely. I, I think that there's a multitude of, uh, of experiences that we have uh, today online um, on our mobiles that is driving this this mass trend um, uh, of uh, immediate gratification, um, the um, you know the the, the the expectancy that things should just work, um, and when those things don't happen, we start to think you know what is what is going on that you know so so I, I definitely think social media um, has played a part to that, um, uh, but I think that the Amazon effect um, is is something that has um, has also um, challenged how we expect services and customer service to to, to be. Um, the fact that you know we can go online, order something, and then it arrives at our door next, the next morning, you know, even thinking 10, 20 years ago, is is a miracle, right? So 
um, and, and the, the amount of times that you have to call up Amazon because something went wrong is almost zero. So we, we come to expect that kind of Amazon experience from everything and every everyone, and, um, and I don't think that's always the case. No, absolutely not. No, that's, that's a really interesting point. Hey, Rob, it was fascinating to talk to you, and thanks so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. No problem. Thanks for having me. Huge thanks to Rob for coming onto the podcast and chatting with me. CX and customer service is the most important area of business. And so there's loads more content on our website and information about technology platforms that might be able to help improve customer service and CX. So if you head to uctoday.com and search for CX or customer, you'll find all the related articles and podcasts, etc. But thanks for listening.